I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on Dance Hall Music and Culture. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our episodes, both Hot 97 and Fox 5, free of charge on lisaevers.com. Check out the radio show on iTunes and SoundCloud. And also you can check out our TV episodes on the Fox 5 NY YouTube and also on the Fox Soul platform. Now in this episode we're talking about one of the fastest growing and most popular music genres, Jamaican dance hall music. It's having a profound international influence and being blended by big stars with other genres. But what makes it authentic and who has the right to claim ownership and is it in danger of getting diluted. Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me for the show is Shams. He's a music producer and one of the A&R members at VP Records. Shams, great to have you with us. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Bobby Condors. He's host of Fire Sundays on Hot 97 and CEO of Massive B. Bobby, great to have you thanks with us. Thanks for having me again, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us um, is Busy Signal. He's a dance hall star, the very first dance hall star we have ever had here in studio for Street Soldiers. He's also a multi-genre artist with roots reggae, soca, EDM, pop, reggaeton, Afro Beats Trap, super multi-talented. His latest album is called Parts of the Puzzle on VP Records. And Busy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me right Thank here. Thank you so Street much. I, I have to ask you first. Yeah. How did you get the name Busy Signal? Oh my goodness. I mean, I was just up and about, up and about, trying to, you know, trying to be, just trying to know everything, trying to know what's going on, trying to be hands-on with, with stuff. And, you know, my friends gave me that name. Like, I'm too busy body. I'm just all over the place. So I just formulate that, you know, put the little signal on the end of the busy. And, we <laughs> and get it's that. a catchy name, and, and it's just the rest is history. The rest is history. And, and it's like literally, I think it's good, you know, literally for me doing music and keeping up, keeping doing the work and, and, and just getting going. Now, you yeah. always are on the cutting edge of what, throughout your career. You're on the cut, you seem to be, as I was looking through the the discography, you are always on the cutting edge of what the trends are. And then when this album came out, you were like, there was kind of a seven year stretch and you were, wait a minute, I the mu the way people are listening to music has changed. How yep. has that affected you as a, as originally a dance hall star? I mean, the, the, the evolution with, with what's going on in terms of the listenership with people and the, 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 the listening is like, people don't just sit and listen to one artist straight down the line anymore. You know what I mean? The attention span is just so small. They, they, they tend to just skip or swipe next. You know what I mean? So I try to give them a whole bunch of different styles. It's one album, but it's a whole bunch of different styles, so you don't get bored. You know what I mean? So I try to keep it up that way, you know, try to get, get in their air that way. And all the different stuff. Bobby, define for people dance hall. Well, well, that's, that's kind of hard because dance hall to me might be different than dance hall to busier shams, but... In general, uh, like what people would call dance hall artists. Well, it has to be from Jamaica, right? Well, well, I mean, there's dance halls in the halls in the communities, right. but then that could be in Brooklyn. But, you know, say Jamaica, what I would say dance hall is a, a sound that came from Jamaica that played in the dances. You know what I'm saying? And it could have been from the 80s or 90s. Now you have different forms of dancehall music with the newer sound out of Jamaica called dancehall trap and then some of the elders from the dancehall older golden era they would say don't call that dancehall so there's different forms of dancehall and different sounds of it it could get confusing because some of the stuff coming out of Jamaica today may sound different than stuff six seven eight ten years ago 
Right. And some Very, may, some may say dancehall is, Shams could even talk about this, some say may dancehall is more of a drum pattern with a bass line, and it, it, you know, it has a doom, 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 you know what I mean? That, that kick to it. And now there's, it's different sounds of it. But, I mean, overall, most people would just say dancehall. They think Jamaica, they, from, from Jamaica. Jamaica. Shams, yeah. what, about, what about the sound? You're a music producer, you're listening to all these sounds, creating these different sounds. Well, yeah, just to, to, to add to what Bobby was saying, because, you know, dancehall is pretty much, um, it's more of a feeling like, like a groove. Because, like, for instance, say reggaeton, for argument's sake, once you hear a reggaeton beat, you say, oh, yeah, that, that's reggaeton. It's the same thing with dancehall music. Um, dancehall has evolved over the years, you know, because what dancehall used to sound like in the 80s, that's not the sound of it today. But what I've observed... Um, regarding the evolution of dancehall is almost every time you have a Jamaican artist like a Busy or anybody else um, DJing or, or, or what we call rapping on a, on a rhythm or on a track from Jamaica, you know, that's usually um, coined as dancehall because sometimes you have hip-hop beats. Because back in the day, you used to have Mad Cabra and Spraga Benz and even Shabba Ranks when he did his album. They had a bunch of, you know, crossover fusion type beats on it. But then the kind of dancehall because of the artist himself is from Jamaica and he's and the, speaking and in that the, dialect. That's the original thing. Busy, what do you think about that? Everybody, please feel free to jump in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the same thing. It's like, you know, we ju just like what Sham is saying and, and Bobby is saying, is like when the artist is on it, 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 don't, it don't even matter the beat anymore. You know what I mean? Once the artist is on that track, it's classified as dancehall. You know what I mean? Sometimes, majority of the time, is the beat. It's the beat because you got like interna international act on certain beat, and but with the sound of the beats, it'd be like, okay, that's dancehall. You know, you got Chris Brown jumping on something. It sound like, oh yeah, that's dancehall. You got Rihanna on something. You got Drake jumping up. You got Tor Tory Lanez and some stuff. That's that. You got Justin Bieber and some stuff. That's dancehall. You know what I mean? In terms of the beat, and then now, which it's just the sound. It's just the sound and the feel. You know, the way the way the way the groove goes, and and and, and probably the artist himself trying to flow. A certain type of level of flow is just dance hard. And then, have you had have you had op, uh, like feedback from people where they want you to stay in a certain more narrow dance hall lane as opposed to, you know, it, all of this creativity that you have and all these different genres? They accept my creativity with the with the yeah. Well, that's I, what I, makes I, you busy. Yeah, too, they don't really have me trying to stay in a box with my with my talent. Well, I mean, good. they accept they accept the um the creativity and the versatility. Me trying to spit on different beats or trying to do different styles. They love that. So I just I just be busy with that. All right. In terms, Bobby, in terms of the the way the music is now, like we busy just mentioned, you know, Chris Brown, Drake, yeah, Justin Bieber, all, so many pop artists, have, like, and people. I think a lot of people would not to cut you. I think no, a lot of ahead. people, uh, when they when they hear that certain song, even the Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber song, they think of our original dancehall vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it might even be unfair to artists coming from Jamaica because as soon as you hear a dancehall, they say a dancehall artist on a beat or a track. Oh, it's dancehall. Whereas, like, it wasn't me by Shaggy is an R&B record, directly. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's almost the artist gets pigeonholed where they're doing an array of music. You know what I'm saying? Where then, if you just want to say, you know, if it, if if it's the dancehall track or whatever, say say you, you come to a party, Master B's playing that. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna hear a busy single. Say, boom, you come to Fire Sundays. You know what I mean? In Brooklyn or whatever, and then you hear Stay So Play by Busy Signal. Then a straight hip hop person might just say, "That's a dancehall song." You know what I'm saying? Or if they hear, like, you even did commercials, right? Yeah. On house music, on EDM, EDM type EDM, stuff. Yep. But then people would just be like, 
boom, oh, that's a dance hall thing. But in actuality, just Busy Signal's voice on an EDM record. Yeah. And a different so, beat. And a totally different you know, beat. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's so... I think dance hall, like, the, the, the dance hall music has influenced so many genres. When Sham just said the reggaeton. Reggaeton come off a of dance hall. Right. You yep. know, now the big argument is, is Afrobeats really a takeoff of dance hall? Right, right, right. You know, that's just the, you know, because Afrobeats is like the new flavor and so forth and so on. So Yeah, we did, and we did a show on Afrobeats. Actually, we're going to find out what our guests think about that when we come no. back. Afrobeats and dance hall. Well, you go to the Stay Afrobeats tuned. artists, a lot of them will tell you straight up they grew up listening to Cartel Bounty, Busy Signal, so forth, Elephant Man, Beanie Man, and so forth. All of them. A lot of them will tell you that. All yeah. right, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the connection between Afrobeats and Dancehall. That's coming up. Oi, one phone call, it take for make some boy wipe off a earth and drop down flat. Watch, you know, street soldiers, Lisa Evers. Oi, enough of them stairs, so, oi, enough of them stairs, so, Hot 97, busy. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the explosion of dancehall music and questions that some people have about whether it's being culturally appropriated or whether it's just so hot that it's being appreciated by pretty much everybody. Joining us for this conversation is Shams. He's a music producer, and he's one of the A&Rs at VP Records. Shams, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Also with us is Bobby Conders. He's the host of Fire Sundays on Hot 97, and also the CEO of Massive B. Bobby, great to have you with us again. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Cool. Also joining us is Busy Signal. He's a dance hall star, the first dance hall star that we've had in studio here on Street Soldiers, multi-genre artist. His latest album is called Parts of the Puzzle on VP Records, and Busy, great to have you with us. Great. Thank you so Th much. Thank nice. you so much. Yeah. Let me, uh, th this appropriation thing, Bobby, when you hear this, you know, Drake a couple years ago got in trouble or caught some heat because he was speaking with a Jamaican accent. People defended him because he's from Toronto. There's a large Jamaican population. Then we saw this guy, Chet Hanks, at the Golden Globes using a Jamaican accent. People went crazy on Instagram and, and other social media about it saying, you know, this is a total disrespect. What is he doing? How do you feel about that? I think, like, as a foreigner, you have to, like, show respect to the culture if you're being part, trying to be part of the culture. And I think there's a line where maybe you cross, so you, you know, you shouldn't try to know that line. Now, obviously, some people, like that kid, the Hanks kid, is from a very wealthy family. I don't necessarily think he's been involved in the culture or the music, you know what I'm saying? So maybe one time might be funny by the second or third time, but my man, you clowning, you clowning the people. You like so disrespecting, I, right? You know, so I think I think that that's just a, a, a like a humanistic respecting. You know, now for the Drake situation, I think like some people felt like, you know, it, it, it was whack or whatever, whatever. He might be like Drake Drake's different because now like if Drake is putting a song out with popcorn like he's bringing popcorn to a whole nother mega audience right you know what i'm saying didn't he sign him to OVO or probably supposedly, or whatever you yeah. know so i think like i'm sure like Drake is having fun with it and he's doing it obviously from a business perspective because he's going to it's making him cool in the streets right and he's He's going to eat off it, and it's making him cool because he got to be cool. Right. But I'm sh sure the popcorn got his thing business organized. It's it's a benefit for him too because it's taking him to a whole broader, a audience. whole different level, a whole different level, yeah. a whole cra a crazy level. Shams, what about that? Yeah, I mean, my observation of the whole situation is that, you know, I believe once there's a cool factor to it, I think that is the driving force behind it. Everybody wants to be 
in the cool, you know, and being Jamaican is so cool because if you check the Caribbean, most most of the other Caribbean islands, the accent is so similar. Jamaicans have an accent that stands out more. And, you know, when you look at the globe, when you look at the map, Jamaica is like this small, but yet still we have this big influence on the world. You know, everywhere we go as Jamaicans. So I think it's the cool factor that is the driving force behind it. And obviously there is money to be made because then you wouldn't find like a Drake or anybody else, a Rihanna or whoever else trying to jump in that market. And everybody, but and everybody benefits though too, like like Bobby said. But busy when you when you see the, I, I inter- had the uh, opportunity to interview Spice yeah. a while back, which was amazing. And she said to me, she goes, you know, I'm looking to collaborate. I'm considering collaborating with a, a hip hop artist mm-hmm. who has nothing to do with the culture because she re- she recognized exactly what your point was yeah. that this would introduce her. You know the huge star that she is. This would introduce her to a totally different audience. A whole different in America. Yeah. How does that work? It's just the, the, the collab. You know, what I mean, we get on the platform when when we do that. You know, if we get the opportunity to do that, um, that collab with, with with a certain artist or a certain artist with, with a different platform. Like if I do a if I do a collab with with, with like Celine Dion, that's a whole different world. If I do a collab with the Rolling Stones or, or Mick Jagger or or or, or, or you know what I mean? That's a whole different. And Major Lazer, that did that did that change your audience or add more people, to, more that's, fans? That's that's like an additional, whole different thing to my 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 my, my hardcore audience. You know what I mean? That's that I already already had from just being Jamaican artists. You know what I mean? And just doing the culture, but that that's like a whole different scenery. You know what I mean? A whole different style, a whole different list of people, a whole different audience. Added to my to my to, to my to my, my my music and my um my listenership. What about the one you did with Afro B off your album? Afro B, yeah, yeah, the one hundred percent real. That's a whole different stuff with with the Africans and and like it, it's just it's just it's just it's just joyful and, and, and a blessing just to see how everything just the stars just align. You know what I mean? So you don't feel? Do you do you feel? Do you feel there's a danger of losing kind of like that Jamaican authenticity from the sound as it gets you know affiliated and mixed and you know collaborated? Um, more popular. I mean, you think it's just all good? It's it's, it's inevitable. It's it's inevitable, and it's 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 always a plus for me, for me, and I think I think maybe for everybody, it's it's supposed to be always a plus. I don't think I will ever lose. The authenticity in, in terms of the Jamaican, the real dancehall stuff. I think I will change the style a little bit. I, th- I think I will fuse a little bit, but I, w- I wouldn't get it confused. You know what I mean? I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't lose the. Um, I wouldn't lose the the original dancehall stuff. But I would try to fuse and try to make stuff work. Just expand try to fit it. in. Yeah, experience, Ex- expand, experiment. expand on the expand on that base. Shams, explain. Help us because uh, because Bobby had mentioned this to me when we did the dancehall special. For, for Fox 5, it's the music culture. It's incredible the number of big artists that have come out of this island of Jamaica. Yeah. And that how that it's like hyper competitive. This isn't like people just going, okay, well, I'll drop it. I'll, I'll like, it's like super competitive. It is. Um, and it, it's similar to, to here in the States where you have great singers a dime or dozen and it's just up to those who have work ethic that will stick out and busy is one of those artists busy surprisingly you know is one of the artists and that he he wakes up very early surprisingly for me as an artist because <laughs> i used to manage artists back in the day and it's like 11 12 o'clock before they, they, they wake up right you know and busy is always up and ready to work and and even if he's in the studio at 3 4 a.m 
He's still up in the morning? Yeah. Answering your text or your question or whatever? So, so yeah. So, um, it's competitive, yes, because, you know, and music is always a way to get out of the struggles, out of the ghetto, you know, out of a bad situation for a lot of kids growing up. Like rap. Right, yeah. so, So, music is always that way out. So, but a lot of people think that it's always easy because similarly, you know, you have people have the nine to five. Music is our nine to five. So those that come from just say the, 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 the fanciness, you know, the, the celebrity of being an artist and whatever and think that you can just get up and, oh, yeah, I do a one song or two beats and whatever. And you make it. That's not how it works. You have to put the work in. So it being competitive, yes, but it's only those that willing to put the work in will actually, you know. And and survive out. with the and and thrive over these long you know these long yeah. long long careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Bobby, what do you think has has fueled this international, just this international interest in dance hall? Because some of the I artists think it's been here. You really, know, I think it's been here because of the music. I mean, you know, you could take it back to the seventies to the roots here from Bob Marley to when you know the the white kids, the hippies, embraced the, the music because it was also social change. You know what I'm saying? And then you have so many different genres of, like, you know, the reggae, the roots, the lovers, rock singers, dancehall artists, and so forth. You could go from, like, you know, a bounty killer, Beanie Man, and then eras of Vibes Cartel, and, you know, so many different artists. And I think it it's a shame that we don't have more dancehall and reggae artists, megastars, not just in the dancehall and reggae community, but globally, like, in America, in pop culture, because pop culture... And this American culture has been influenced so much with what comes from Jamaica. And just like how Sham said, like Rihanna's doing a reggae album, you know what I'm saying, and so forth. Uh, you know, like we were just talking about the, like the Justin Bieber's and the Drake's and so forth, whereas their songs are getting played and they're, say, dancehall-oriented. And it, it, it'd be great if we can get some more of the original dancehall reggae stars getting that same play. Now, obviously, we know that's a lot of times predicated on if you're on a major label, you got the machine There's behind you. There's a lot of politics, too. a lot too. of money behind you a lot, and yeah. so forth. So occasionally, like, say, for instance, New York radio back in the day, we used to pride ourselves on, boom, Junior Reed, One Blood. That's in rotation. That's playing. Telephone Love, J.C. Lodge was playing, you know, so forth and so on. Foxy Brown, sorry, not the rapper, but you know, singing over Tracy Chapman's song, Foxy Brown, so forth and so on. You know, whereas he had Dwayne one again play Mr. Vegas, Cartel with Fever, and so forth and so on. So artists would get to play, but it, it kind of segmented sometimes in, in maybe certain regions, not necessarily national. Not, not national. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back with more of Street Soldiers. Yo, Safari checking in live, and you know that outside is cold weather. Nobody else do it better, and she don't do cheap leather. That's why I'm here rocking with Lisa Evers. Street! Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about dance hall music and culture. Where do we draw the line between appreciation and appropriation? Joining me for this episode is Shams. He's a music producer and also an A&R with v- uh, VP Records. Shams, great to have you with us. Pleasure being here. Thank, Thank you so much. Also joining us is Bobby Conders. He's a host of Fire Sundays on Hot 97 and CEO of Massive B. Bobby, great to have you Thanks with us. Thanks Melissa. Thank you so much. Also with us is 
busy signal. He's a dance hall star, the first dance hall star to be on Street Soldiers here with us in studio, so we're very excited to have him. He's also a multi-genre artist, roots reggae, soca, EDM pop, reggaeton, Afrobeats, trap. His latest album is called Parts of the Puzzle on VP Records. Busy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you so much. We really, yeah. we really appreciate it. Busy, when you hear, you've done Afrobeat songs. Yeah. How do you explain the difference? Like, are you do do Afro artists from Africa say, "Wait a minute, you're appropriating Afrobeats. You're a Jamaican artist with dance yeah. hall. You should just kind of leave it alone." Or what's the? I mean, I just do I just do what I feel. I just do the vibe. You know what I mean? And then now, I mean, I get I get influenced by 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 some of the Afrobeat and stuff, and um, I make my own style of 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 of, of Afrobeat. There in Jamaica with my producers and my um my, my musicians there, you know what I mean. And people just love it. People just love when I do that. I mean, I don't see a problem, and then I don't I don't see anybody having a problem with me doing you know my my own rendition of different stuff and different styles, just trying to put it out there. Do yeah. you think some of these boundaries that people have had? Because you know, it's it's even been a controversy with these, the music sales rankings. Like, where where which list do we put this record on, or which, you know, which category do we put it in, or yeah. which? What do you, do you think we're going to more of an internationalization of of sounds? It's gonna get to that. It's gonna get to that. You said it right. It's gonna go to an international. Like it's 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 gonna get to that where you don't you just put it out there. And to get to that international feel, it's gonna be because it's it's like so much different styles, so much different ways, and so much different you know what I mean, place to plug stuff or, or to place stuff. Just like there was having a um, uh, there was indecisive about uh, about that um Old Town Road by 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 Lil Nas, Nas. right, yeah. Lil Nas X, you know Old Town mean? Road, right. So it's like it's it's worldwide. People tends to but music. You know when people accept music, the best thing is just to get it out there for people to accept the music and to love the music. And to lose Shams yeah. in terms of in terms of you as a music producer, because now also too it's like we we can hear music on our phone like instantly. You don't have to down. You know you don't even right. have to download. It's like it can be there like instantly. Yeah. How yeah. has that changed the way music is produced? The sounds are produced. Um, I don't think the the way music is consumed. Um, has directed the way music is produced, I think more so on a volume basis. Because back in the day, it was way more expensive to produce. You had to get the tapes, you had to book your studio time, all of that stuff. Um, nowadays, you know, you have a laptop, you can do something real easy. And I guess because the revenue from streaming is so small, to, you know, you can put out 100 songs in, in three months. You know, so the way music is produced now is more of more... Um, quantity than back in the day and back to, to what Busy was saying um, not too long ago about music sounding having one sound you know I totally agree with that because if you check like for the past 10 years a lot of the stuff even Major Lazer was doing even though it's influenced by reggae and dancehall when you check the EDM sound it's really having that 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 type of beat, that rhythmical pattern about it, which stems from dancer, which comes from the whole Shabarang's Denbow rhythm, which is reggaeton and all of that influence. So all of that is being fused now. So maybe another, you know, 10, 15 years, we'll have just a majority doing that sound and it's just the best song will make the difference. And it, it will win out. Yeah. Bobby, what about the, you, you talk about the rhythms. Explain what the, what the rhythm, R-I-D-D-I-M is. Well, that's just the the, the, the track, you know right. what I'm saying? And then the, the original, like what we said, the original dancehall 
rhythm is the is the track say even before the artist goes on it that has influenced the music so many, and the beats yeah and the drum and the bass that has influenced so many different genres of music you know what I'm saying so many offsets have come from that you know what I'm saying with like we're saying the reggaeton and so forth and so on you know I mean that has even influenced you know some of the EDM stuff and so forth but I, I would like to make a point also like when you said like the country road the, the reason why there a lot of times they had the the genres is because they want to control. The corporations, whoever, the, the, the major corporations want to control the music. Right. You know, and, and control certain artists. And that's why certain artists can, and, and it, it, you know, it, 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 obviously it, it, we live in a, a racist society, but that's why back in the day, majority of the pop artists were white artists. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they they could only do rock and roll or whatever. And, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's a form of control. Right, you and know then if I'm you're saying? a black artist, so you're in R&B or you're in rap. Came right. out, they didn't know what to do. Hip hop song, but <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. the country people said, "Nah, that ain't yeah, hip hop. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that, that ain't country. country right. That ain't <laughs> country. <laughs> that got to go on the. You know what I mean? And then right. he put the country singer on it, who happened to be a white man. Now, who was a big country music star? Who was a star? So it's it's all manipulation. A lot of it's control and so forth and so on. You know what I'm saying? But obviously the public the public is open for for whatever. What do you what did that when you saw when you saw that whole Old Town Road thing yeah. unfold? What did, what did you think as an artist, busy? I was like, yo, this this is it's not necessary. You know what I right. mean? People just want to listen. People just want to enjoy. You know a good mean? song but is a good a song. A good song is a good song. But the charts is how they control, and that's how the, that's how the money is being being made. Yeah. So therefore they want to. So you can have, have certain to, artists to regulate that. Yeah, regulate. So you're gonna have certain artists you know, it's just like it's just like you know your streaming platforms now it's hard to get certain links because you know you know you want to you know get certain songs in the in the streaming platform so it's business this is it, you know i tell any young kid out there this is the business of music yeah it's right the business of music you know what i mean and you know then when you were gonna i know you want to go into the the thing about you know people getting you know with the with the, the melodies and this that and the other you know what i'm saying where, where, like, with the Miley Cyrus thing or whatever, you know, is that the next segment, or you want to talk about that now? We can talk about it now if you want. <laughs> but <laughs> let me just ask. Let me just get. Uh, let, let me just get busy. To, busy in terms of the for the for the artists themselves. Yeah. Is it because of the streaming shams point where there's like there's just there's so much more music out there, but we're also seeing a lot more artists on tour and a lot of the dance hall artists. Talk about dance hall artists going to Israel, going yep. to Japan, go well, obviously all over Europe. All That's over. been happening, but everywhere, Africa, like all these, like all kinds of countries. Yep, it's like the, the people people want to dance, people want to feel good, people want to be entertained, people want that upbeat, people want to be feel. People want to feel lifted, you know what I mean? Some kind of vibe that keep them going, you know, make their day great, make their night great, make the, make their life great. It's like, and then when you got that upbeat to your stuff and, 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 and got that music or that melody or that type of flow that people love, wherever they are in the world, people are just so much more open nowadays to listen to whoever come up with something that they like now you've been you've played in some of the, some really big venues internationally like the one in spain and like some of these yeah. around the world was there one of these stages that you went on you looked at the audience you're like going there's not a single jamaican person or a person of color in that audience and yet they know like the song they know every word they're every they're like word. they're buying tickets to come see you what do you have an experience like that you could share with us a lot i, I, I just i just um i just did costa rica like the 29 to uh, December, I was shocked. I was shocked. It's like nobody like me was there. 
or spoke you know I mean? English, right? No, I spoke, I speak, no <laughs> English speaking, no nothing, but they, they, they could sing the song. They couldn't say to me, hi, busy, I like your music in English. <laughs> but they could sing the song for three minutes or, or like two and a half, four minutes or whatever. They could sing the song. I was like, and they, they celebrating, they singing along with the song. But when, when I'm stopping, I'm trying to talk to them like, hey, people, you know, put your hands up if you're going to listen. You love reggae music. You love dancehall music. They probably don't understand what, what I'm saying. But they saw you doing but the they thing. Saw you, they see me doing this. And then when, <laughs> when the beat come on, they're ready. So it's like, <laughs> it's I, it's, I'm, 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 I'm like looking at it like and I was in Israel as well. I was in Israel last year. I was like, yo, this is this is crazy. In you Tel Aviv? I mean? Yeah. People is just so much more open to listen and to enjoy themselves. It don't matter it don't matter who is singing. Once you got that melody, that that song, that beat that they like, you know, keep them going. They're ready to book you, they're ready to listen to you. Russia, the same thing. You, people just wanna enjoy. Russia? Yeah. Wow. Yes, and that's gotta be an incredible they, they, feeling as an they artist. Learn, they learn the dance moves, the everything. <laughs> they, people having their own reggae dance hall classes in Russia. In Russia. In Russia. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. This is Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Rotimi. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about dance hall music and culture. Where do we draw the line between appropriation and appreciation? Joining me for this episode is Shams. He's a music producer and A&R with VP Records. Shams, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Pleasure Thank you so here. much. Also with us is Bobby Conders. He's the host of Fire Sundays on Hot 97 and CEO of Massive B. Bobby, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you. And also with us is Busy Signal. He's a dance hall star. He's a multi-genre artist. His latest album with VP Records is called Parts of the Puzzle. Busy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Lisa. Thank you so much. Our first yeah. dance hall star. We're very excited that you're here. Whoa. Thank you so much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Shams, I want to start with you. The social media, how has that changed the way people are experiencing music? Well, 150%, because like what we were mentioning previously, um, when people hear about something, like back in the day, it was just, you know, the experience was by word of mouth. Now, everybody can go on YouTube and find a busy signal. You understand? You can find any artist, any music, any genre on YouTube. So once you hear that something is popping, then you can go YouTube, and then you have Instagram and Facebook and all of that stuff. So once... Once you are active on social media, it's not very hard to get your stuff out there. And then you get the you get the words out there. Busy, how has the social media helped you with everything? It's 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 uh, it's, it's helped me a lot. It's helped me a lot. But you know, you got you got you got this side of it, and then you got that side of it. Because right. now, in terms of the sales, I don't think it's 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 doing great in terms of because music is consumed so easily and 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 streamed so easily, and and it's like. People don't go to no record. You don't even get no record shops anymore. No, you, you no a lot of them are closed. Nah, you, you know what I mean? So they, they just get the music. Some people just download illegally. Some people don't even care about buying nothing. Some people just just download in in different with different channels, just getting what they get. So, but at the end of the day, you got great music going on out there. It's viral. You could you could be viral like we could put something up and we could go viral like in in a couple of minutes. The so you know a I mean? song. Social media do that and did that and I mean, if it was in the days of the record shops and stuff, you no know, viral nothing. You got to wait. Right, it's kind of word of mouth or radio yeah, player, the DJ or the DJ in the club. People but you, gotta bring but you, that stuff like literally bring those 
hard copies of, of records the crates. to get it to get to that level before it get to popularity where people know it for, for all over the world. It could take a long time. But now it can happen fast. But but that but kids that today don't even know about a record store or a rec or record. A record, a record, a But Bobby, the, but, but, the, the, but in terms of things going viral, like the, the music can go yeah, viral I mean, and the arts can go viral. I think the perfect example is in hip hop. Look at Cardi B. She went right. viral before, you know, just from talking crazy on the social media yeah. and so forth. And, and putting her personality, but she know, established oh, a brand there. Personality, yeah. but then obviously she has a talent, and it, it, and it just went bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what I'm saying? But but what about some of the contract like the Chet Hanks that the Chet Hanks comments? Yeah. Those like people were like I was like Chet Hanks, is that 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 guy? You know, <laughs> well, like, I think there's people. But, not he, even, but it got so much attention. But it, it really got well, under people certain that people's do dumb skin. Things all the time, or crazy things all the time, and it, and we live in a time now where you just go to your phone. You don't got to wait till the channel. To, you know, Fox Five News or whatever. You know what <laughs> right, I'm saying? Right. You can just go to you your, on phone your phone and see, what's see the... the craziness. You know what I'm saying? But I like I think the one thing you were also talking about is one thing about music, regardless of the genre, if 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 you have this a uh, positive energy, music brings us together. Yeah. Definitely. It brings us together. Like he was going to Russia, you know what I'm saying? And you know, me going to Kingston, Jamaica, playing the dances with Jabba, fully loaded. Right. You know, Brooklyn sound, going to Jamaica, going to Canada, going around the world playing music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, because you're a New York guy. And exactly. The, right. And just embracing the culture and loving the culture and going to dances in Brooklyn or Bronx. And then this the massively sound being able to tour the world as, as New York representatives, but playing the music and meeting people around the world, going to Italy, you know, going to, to, to Ghana, you know, wherever, Japan, Tokyo, everywhere. Like you all, these, all these different places. Meeting super producers like my friend Shams. Shams, Shams, what about it? Because it, it is bringing, I mean, that, that's a great point, too. Because that's why I feel the music is, music is, bring, is bringing people together and also, like, changing stereotypes, too, and making yeah. people more aware of the culture. Yeah, yep. 100%. Yep. 100. Because, like, as, as Bobby said, because I toured also as a musician. I played bass for years. And the places that we've been, similar to what Busy was saying, you know, like Japan, it's awesome. I see the culture. And a lot of those um, countries adapt some of Jamaican culture. Because when I went to Japan, you have a lot of Rastas there, Japanese Rastafarians walking around, smoking, Japanese Rastafarian. smoking blunts and all of that. Everywhere. Yep. Oh, even, what about Europe? <laughs> yeah, Europe Switzerland, Germany. Yeah, Germany. You go to a festival, 10, 20,000 yeah, people, man. and there's yeah, a lot of, lot of yeah. white Rastas, yeah, you know, dreadlocks, and yeah, you know, just embrace the culture, love the thing. So the culture, you know, the music, as he said, the music is bringing everybody together. And because Jamaican music is usually of this positive influence on the world, people gravitate towards it. Quickly. Easily. Very, very, very quickly. Yeah. So busy. So you don't think of that as appropriation. You think of that as appreciation. It's appreciation. It's definitely appreciation. And everybody benefits because the fans are being exposed to another part of the world, fans another being culture. Exposed. Artists get to get shows. You know, I mean, musicians get to go out there, play live with the band and everything. Plus, you know, the fans just just get to enjoy everything. It's like a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you have to sh do you have to do more shows now because people there's so much music out there? Do you have to do more shows because you get make less money off the streaming? We got to do we got to do more shows and then you got you got different types of shows. You know, you got festivals and then you got one-off shows. You got like a, a producer who I mean a promoter who's just doing that one show there. And then you got festivals, the big shows. You got you got you know, you got the the big corporates as well, who is keeping shows. You know what I mean? You got the Heineken, the Pepsi, the different platforms that's keeping big shows. You know what I mean? So you got, you got different different levels and we just got to keep it going and keep it busy. Yeah. <laughs> keep it busy like a busy signal like a busy signal what bobby what but what about also to there's there's a certain um 
the, it's like that feeling of the streets, like the dance hall. It's got the urgency of the streets. It's got that vibrancy of the, of the streets. Do you think that's always going to be with it? I think music is a youth-driven business, and it's a youth-driven form, and whatever the youths want to take it, kids could be kids in Jamaica, could be kids in Nigeria, could be kids in Russia. Anything can, with, with this press of a button in social media, anything probably and possibly can go viral. But music is a youth-driven business, and they're going to take it where they want to take it. You know what I'm saying? We as elders in the business or whatever may like our genre, but one thing I can tell DJs, if you're playing and you're playing out, you better adapt to your crowd. Right. And if you're a little older than the crowd, know what the crowd wants, wants to hear. Don't try to force what you played in 1988. Right, exactly. These kids want to <laughs> That'll hear be our next show. Something, music, something music's different. generation gap. That'll be our next is, show. It's controlled by the youths, and the youths you know, will dictate it. Not that elders can't make music, but... You know, we we just had this argument about hip about hip hop too because yeah. I was defending trap and they were like, what? How could you no, do they that? Sound like it, 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 <laughs> and it, I'm like, it, I like it. it. Well, a lot of people that are say 35, 40, 45, oh, there's the golden year, whatever. You have to understand, an 18 year old is not making music for you. Right. He's making it for his peers. For the 13 yes. and 14 year old. younger. Let me let me yeah, ask yeah. you, Shams, because we're we're up against the clock right now. Shams, in terms of the future of of sounds, what do you think about that? Because like you know, Bobby and, and Busy were talking about like the, the exposure, the different different totally different cultures right. are getting exposed to the music. What is that going to do in terms of the creativity to capture people's interest moving forward? Do you think? Um, again, as Bobby just mentioned, you know, music is constantly evolving. So dancehall music is one of those genres that keeps evolving. And the funny thing is that the songs that we used to listen to at age 14, because I said that's the, the most influential age as a kid. 14? Like 14, yeah. So when you grow up, when you reach that age and the songs that you like, you know, y you're not going to want to be listening to the, the music that your parents listen to. Right. For argument's sake. So these 14-year-olds now, 10 years down the line, they're 24 or whatever, then they will move to the next generation now coming up, not going to be listening to that same kind of music. So music and the sound will evolve based on what the next generation is, it, it would be attracted to. So even if we are producing music for our age or we're trying to tap into that youth market, it's still going to change because them coming up is like, oh, that, they're going to do their own people. thing the way that, that right, you guys exactly, did your own thing. Exactly. Did, did so. your own thing. Busy, I'm going to give you the final word because yeah. you are the first dance hall star to be on Street Soldiers here. Thank you. You've mastered all these different genres, reggae roots, soca, EDM, pop, reggaeton, Afrobeats, trap, and, of course, the dance hall. Yep. What's ahead for Busy Signal? It's just, it's just me trying to fuse, you know. I love doing it. I love doing it. I just try to fuse, you know, get that fusion going with, within, uh, throughout all the different genres in the world that I could get my creativity, my talent into. I'm ready to do that. And I mean, as 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 Bobby and 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 and, and Shams is saying, just keep it going because the generation that's coming up, you know, what I mean, they doing and moving stuff that they like and that they. It, their own styles. I never complain. I never criticize. I just want to be a part of that. So you're I, listening for what's new. You're, like you're. Do you as an artist listen? I always wonder this. Do you as an artist? Yeah. Listen to brand new artists to like see what's kind of like bubbling up there. I if do. They're, if they're doing something totally different that just came out of left yeah. field. I got to. I got to because I was like, yo, how how are we gonna move with the time? You know what I mean? That's evolution. So even Bob Marley sing about the generation gap in the song called One Drop. 
You know what I mean? He sings about the generation gap. You know, rest his soul, he's not here no more, but he sings about that way before my time, way before maybe before I was born. So it's like, we got to realize that the evolution and when we're, 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 we're this younger generation is taking the music, as, as Bobby said, they're taking it where they want to take it. Right. You know what I mean? Our kids, 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 <laughs> it's going to be a whole different change <laughs> as, different as, as, as we go. So the future is going to be just the sound of what the, what the, what, what, what the young people is going to, not to rule out the classics. Right. Not to disrespect classics or, will always be the or classics. throwing any dirt on the classics. No, because classics is going to be there and then classics... That's, that's the name, the classic, it's going to be living on. A lot of these younger artists and these younger songs, it, they ain't here to stay. It's disposable right. stuff. Some of them, you don't even hear about them next two months. Right. But at the end of the day, they're changing something. So we got to listen. And, and I, I listen, of course, and I, I, I keep going and I try to fuse and I try to be involved in, in my own way with my own style. All right, and yeah. you, cer you certainly are. I want to thank all of you for being with us thank for this you. episode of Street Soldiers. Shams, great to have you with us. Thank you so, Thanks so much. Bobby Condor's great to thank have you. you. And uh, Busy Signal, thank you so much for big making up, time up, for up. us in your, in your Busy Signal, busy, busy schedule. Excuse we really <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank and you, thank you for joining me on this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace. <clears throat>